0: Big fluff.
1: Excuse me, uh, Undertaker. Hi, it's Xavier Woods, and we just wanted to come by and say hi. Hey,
2: it's, uh, your, it's your boy, Kofi Kingston, you know. And uh-huh. I need no introduction, but it's me, Biggie. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, it's your boy, it's the New, New Day, day we probably not using the urn too much anymore and we want to know if we can borrow it because we want to add the power of the urn to the power of positivity because then we'd be unstoppable. Stop. We want to reach these new heights so she' open up and we can chat. Taker, Oh, Taker! <laughs> everybody i'm joel murphy and i'm andy mcintyre and this is silver linings playback the podcast where we watch maligned movies and we find their silver lining and we are closing out our halloween month with the netflix
3: interactive wwe co-produced special escape the undertaker and we have two very special guests to help us talk about it Uh, my close personal friend barrett tribe and his Wonderful partner, Jen Brown. Thank you for being on
1: the show, friends. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah,
0: th- thanks. I, I mean, I, I only say that because y- you made me watch this. So I don't know if I should be thankful.
3: That's, I mean, thankfulness is for next month, so you can, you can hold a grudge.
2: Yeah, this You're, is the last week that you can get away with not being that thankful. You can hold a grudge against yeah. us. <laughs>
3: And probably warranted from your initial responses.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this was uh, this was something else for sure.
2: Yeah, and this will be interesting. So, you know, I mean, so this is an interactive Netflix video. I had never seen. I don't know what everyone else's experience level what this is, but this is my first interactive Netflix video. Uh, oh, video yeah, yeah really? i've never done any of the other uh because i know like oh, they, what a
0: terrible one to start with <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh well I, but yeah i mean maybe that's a place to start just in general of uh so it sounds like Jen, like maybe you had uh you've done because they did a black mirror one like what are which ones have you done i'm
0: a, I'm a black i'm a black mirror girl okay i love black mirror so i a hundred percent uh the the choose your own adventure black mirror ones which i thought were really fun
1: um and then we also watched the kimmy schmidt yeah right and we loved and we
0: loved the kimmy schmidt movie that was the best (laughs) so it was it was definitely the best version of the choose your own adventure because with the black mirror stuff while i enjoyed it it all felt it just felt like no matter what you were getting the same ending
2: Mm. and so
0: it didn't really seem like it was really cool at first, but then I was like, wait a minute, how necessary is this aspect sort of thing? Um, and I still liked it, but I just, I don't know. Uh, but with the Kimmy Schmidt thing, it did actually add it
1: was really something good. to it.
0: And it made you want to like
1: watch it, it again. And, it had like yeah. a Fallout 4 aspect where there were like different levels of endings where you could get like, a good ending, but you might have missed something. You just didn't get the best ending. Mm. Um, so it wasn't as simple as like, oh, there's two endings. It's like, oh, well, yeah, we did everything right except for one of the B plots and we ended up getting the almost good ending and they're like, do you want to go back and do like the fun? Oh, the Kimmy Schmidt one is, and it's, it's super funny, too. It's really
0: funny. It's really well done. It is definitely the best version. The, the Black Mirror one, you, you make choices and they affect, but you feel like it doesn't really. Yeah, it's like affect. a Telltale
1: game.
0: Yeah. yeah which, <laughs> but with Telltale, it's actually satisfying.
1: The more you do them, the less satisfying it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess.
0: I loved Telltale. I know. Wah I know. wah. Yeah. wah uh, I
1: think that the best
3: part
2: about this ending was that it ended. Is that fair? <laughs>
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. We, we're pretty happy that we got to an ending
2: but i do think yeah. that, that what you're saying i think is, so again without having done any of these uh would sound like better ones um yeah but uh but i think this suffered from that too that like it felt like you either did the ending they wanted you to do or you failed pretty much like there it didn't seem yeah. like there were different endings in this like it it, it kind of had the it suffered from that of like essentially a lot of the decisions felt completely inconsequential and then a handful of them were just like which person do you want to follow <laughs> like yeah. which yeah. of these And two- really
0: it's like what order do you want to go in of watching this thing that you're all gonna eventually watch.
2: Yeah, but they always ended up in the same place like it didn't really seem like yeah. it mattered who you followed. Uh, exactly right. yeah so all of that yeah and it's funny so andy and i made the decision because we wanted to have different experiences that i was always going to pick the first option and he was always going to pick the second option just blindly <laughs> which is a terrible idea uh we realized <laughs> but like
3: yeah essentially it wouldn't- worked out great for me i won i was undefeated <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. It turned out that the first option was usually the bad option. So some of the examples that I got were like one of my things is I was following Kofi and it was like, do you want to confront the Undertaker or do you want to run away from him? And so the yeah, first option is, in, is confront him. Uh, so I was like, well, I have to pick one, did it. And then it was like, hey, you can make this decision again because he beat you. So then it's like, yeah. uh, so is that it like, doesn't it, mean anything. There's y- no consequence. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. a lot of A's were just uh, that was like it was the wrong thing to do, because then later, which I feel like would have been a really good opportunity was I was following Xavier Woods, like in the whose nightmare do you want to follow or whatever, like and It was my question was, did I want to team up with The Undertaker or did I want to like he was trying offering me like you can team up with me against your friends. And I'm like, okay cool. This is a cool A like this is a cool option one. And then again, it just did that of like you shouldn't have done that. I'm like you that would have been a perfect opportunity to do (laughs) a. Okay, now ending. you guys are a tag team. You're, take, you're heel turning, you know, kind of thing. Yeah,
1: also, I mean, how much fun would it be to see Xavier Woods dressed up as, like, mini Undertaker?
2: Right, yeah. Like, so, like, so even when they had a good option, it just it, it wasn't interested in exploring that mm-hmm. option. It just was like, nope, try again. Yeah, whereas yeah. my choices were things like, do you want to win?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> would you like to skip to the end and win the game?
3: Yeah, uh, one fun choice. So in the very beginning, because I was picking the second option, um, the very first choice is: Are you ready or are you too scared? So, so I picked too scared, and, and you get mock credits with the Undertaker, and it's just like first, huh. first assistant director, the Undertaker, best boy grip, the Undertaker, and it's just all the way down. Um, and then he uh, mentions, "It's like you thought you were gonna get away that easy," and oh. then they go through the rest. Then it starts.
1: yeah good
2: old taker Mm -hmm. yeah uh but yeah there was even one of them too was like the i assume everyone got this there was a book with a vial that was like power, power, and I had to choose not to take it. And I was like, <laughs> I know this is a huge mistake. But... <laughs> but
0: also, it never came into play if you did
1: keep it, or if it did, we missed it.
3: Well, oh, it came into play in my version. Yeah, it, well, it, when it, it says
1: destroy the urn. He takes the power oh, yes, and then yes. destroys the uh, urn. Yeah, we were uh, kind of like chattering a lot near the end. Get yes, through right yeah there. which is that but was it the almost
0: ind- destroyed our marriage. Just <laughs> so you know. <laughs> uh.
2: But that was yeah. So the weird thing Just for kidding. for me for like not picking it, what happens is we escaped, but we didn't destroy the urn. So it was like it kind of it still was like, well, you did it, but not really. Do you want to go back? You half-assed. It. Yeah, you limped across the finish line.
1: But even if you did destroy the urn, all you really did was disappear. Yeah, Well was yeah. called escape the Undertaker, not destroy the urn. So, well, that was filled the, the title.
2: Yeah, no, it let me finish it, but it, like, kind of scolded me. It was like, I mean, <gasps> you technically did it, but, like, you yeah. know. And this yeah. is just a huge plot hole in this
3: whole thing, is that they initially go there to obtain the urn to use for themselves. Yes. And then at the end, they're really proud that they destroyed the urn without deciding that, like,
1: anywhere along the way that they were wrong for trying yeah. to the take it. The New Day well, just it. makes choices, Randomly, I mean, we're making choices, but when we're when they're in control of their destiny, they just do stuff.
2: I I do. I do think their logic is unassailable, though, that they have the power (laughs) of positivity, and if they could combine that with the power of the urn, then that's that's their. I mean, that makes total sense to me. (laughs) Like that's also.
1: (laughs) Sorry, this was one thing that Jen picked up on really early is when they walked up to the mansion. Oh
0: yeah, like. It looks, and now granted, <laughs> I've never actually watched The Bachelor. I only watched Unreal, which is the <laughs> fiction series that is about The Bachelor, but not actually about The Bachelor. It's about the making of a right. Bachelor type show, and it's like very seedy and soap opery. So technically, it looks like the fake Bachelor mansion from Unreal, but that mansion looks like the real bachelor mansion and it looked like they just rented the bachelor mansion it didn't yeah. look like i would a scary place like it, it looked like the undertaker was about to decide which which new day gets a rose i, I don't it was <laughs> not
2: first of all w- would watch bet. that would watch that pitch 100 <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh but also you might be i would right. have
0: enjoyed that more than uh what we watched but yeah, I also think bad, you like,
2: might be dead on like the I would not be surprised if that literally that is just a mansion you can rent. That I think they rented. it is. Like, I'm almost
0: 100%, 100% yeah. positive it's the mansion that they used on either Unreal or The Bachelor or one of those dating shows. Oh, yeah. No millionaire. And they
3: just put the Undertaker T on the front of it. And- yep.
0: Yeah. 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 'Cause all like, cause even when you go inside, like the walls are all beige and yellow and like scary and like just dark brown wood. Yeah, it made it no sense. Well,
3: and it's like I don't know, like a house like that clearly has a very strict homeowners association. So how did he get away with the the take or tea getting put <laughs> up? <laughs> like that's a the bigger symbol. question.
2: Where is that? That's the B story I wanted was uh, Michelle McCool just like really like getting into (laughs) arguments with her neighbors about (laughs) about how they've decorated the exterior.
1: He's the Undertaker, not an Undertaker. (laughs) So So the symbol goes on the house.
3: Oh, yeah. And the Undertaker famously lives in Austin, Texas. So maybe this was all something nearby. Forgot? (laughs) Really? Yeah, he does live here. I keep forgetting that he lives here. I don't know. Forgetting or blocking it out?
1: (laughs) No, I just forget. (laughs) Uh, He lives here, and um, uh, World's Strongest Man Mark Henry lives around here. Nice. Yeah.
2: And now's the best time to run into him because he's just sort of dropped the gimmick in, like, towards <laughs> the end of the end. So you you actually just get to interact with, you know. Like, oh, hey, Mark. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I want to interact with Mark Ka- Mark Call- Callaway Calloway. Callaway. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I want to meet Mark. I think Mark would be like
2: trying to get me to say all lives matter or something. He did wear a shockingly high number of like Blue Lives Matter t shirts in his a lot of uh, thin blue line. Yeah,
3: yeah I know. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Shocking that a uh, middle aged white man from Texas <laughs> is like that.
1: It's true. Ugh. Anyways,
3: um, um yeah.
2: well it's very clear that he and Kane were raised in a very conservative family if you look at Glenn <laughs> Jacobs, like mayoral candidacy too. So. You know,
1: you're not wrong. are <laughs> not wrong. Paul Bear ran a strict uh strict household. Yeah, um uh, they were they the were traditional American values and also <laughs> removing people's blood and replacing it with the embalming fluid. Yeah, they were they were
3: they were full on Goldwater Republicans in that household. <laughs>
1: Jen forgot that because she doesn't watch a ton of WWE. We watch a lot of AEW together, but we don't watch WWE. And when Paul Bear came up, I was like, "Oh, it's Paul Bear." And she goes, ha, 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 "I forgot his manager's name was Paul Bear."
0: <laughs> Completely forgot. It's a great. I not stop yeah.
1: It's so no, cartoony, but so good. It's
0: so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I really, I mean, I appreciate. It. I'm always thankful to you know be invited on anything. I just don't understand. Why all wanted me to watch this? I know nothing about WWE, or did It's just I was so like, what is happening? I hate this.
1: <laughs> well, here's exactly here's the thing, Jen I'll say is that was barely related to anything WWE. Yes, like they were barely playing their characters. Even the Undertaker was barely doing the Undertaker. He was doing some some sort of like TV movie version. Right. Well,
0: I mean, the one the only reason I feel I don't feel bad hating it is because you also hated it and you actually like that stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I, I would say I'm not being just like a picky, like anti wrestling lady. No, it course. was just very bad. No, it wasn't uh, good. <laughs> it was very <laughs> terrible. It was but painful. I, say... I have a really, really, really hard time with certain wrestling. Just, just, just cause I'm an actor. And I, uh, it hurt, it offends me <laughs> to watch acting that terrible. It hurts my soul as someone who doesn't get paid to do what they do enough <laughs> to watch people do my job poorly and make money for it. It, like, hurts me. <laughs> well, so I really like certain wrestling, but when they don't try to learn how to act, it. So-
1: it, it was really obvious there was no script yeah it they was were just so letting bad. the new day say stuff like they were like here's the general premise and they're not improvisers they're not actors so they just came across as like people they just felt like they didn't know what they were doing yeah. both as characters and as performers Well, it just felt like really bad promos these weren't even i mean
0: but that's what i'm talking the like promo level like acting of like not really caring and like what is the point of this but like there's it was, it was
3: terrible it was
0: really bad
3: yeah I'm, no that i'd agree
2: i'm going to disagree how about oh, yeah? <laughs> i'm going to take look i have not at anything specifically that you said I, everything you said <laughs> is dead on but i love those three men and their charisma enough that i think Anything they would have written would have been less entertaining than them just like having fun. Like, I'm glad they had a fun time together because I didn't <laughs> seem like they were having fun though. No, they seemed it didn't like they were struggling.
1: Yeah, it really did. There's very unnatural interactions for three guys that have really natural interactions that in is. front of the camera. I mean, there is some truth to that. Yeah. They, like, they seemed lost
0: because I've seen their stuff before and I
1: enjoy them.
0: I, I think they're really, really fun. And this I did not enjoy them at all. It felt flat and stilted and weird.
2: Yeah, I think that's like the mechanics of the storytelling. But I, I would not like I don't think it was them. Like, that's what I'm pushing <laughs> back on is I I refuse to blame the three people who seem like they were trying to have fun while making okay. it.
1: Like, <laughs> that's, that's valid
2: yeah
3: like I think when um like when they got the key out of the alligator's mouth and did the like it was really dumb but it
1: seemed like they were making that themselves was happy. You're almost getting my silver lining because, like, that was a very fun moment because it was the most natural interaction. Yeah, it was the only one that I laughed at. Where they were just goofing around and being really silly and not trying to remember what the next plot point
2: was. Yeah, no, I think that that's, yeah, I think we're all kind of saying the same thing in different ways, but it's like when they were required to do whatever very thin plot stuff. It felt very stilted, but the few fleeting moments where they just got to be fun. Cause I, the clip we played at the beginning where they're just ringing the doorbell and Biggie's telling you that he doesn't need any introduction is more fun than half of the rest of everything. Oh, like for just, sure, yeah, just the moments when they do actually get to, to have fun with it. And yeah, I wish they had honestly, probably, I think if they had thrown out the interactive thing completely, maybe not even had a script and just let the three of them <laughs> improvise a 30 minute special, we probably would have had a better end result.
1: Cause you could edit around it too. Yes, you know, right. like if yeah. it was just them, them goofing around in the undertaker's house for a while, you could edit out the boring parts, but, but this, they had to hit specific plot points. Yeah. I think so that that that's like,
2: yeah, I think that hurt them that they had to like every few minutes had to make you make a choice. <laughs> like probably yeah. took a lot away from it.
3: Yeah, in in thirty minutes there, I made twelve choices.
2: Oh yeah, future on
3: adventure choices.
2: Yeah, which Mm, also
3: yeah,
2: I don't know how the other ones were like the the Kimmy Schmidt and the um the Black Mirror, but I found it like weirdly stressful. Like the just like every time like I'd start to watch it and then it would be like the 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 countdowns happening. You have to make a choice. Like I didn't find it to be like a fun experience of watching Mm. the thing because of how much. I was required to I think do. Maybe
0: that's because it was you were just saying, uh Andy, about how it was 12 yeah. choices in like half an hour. I mean, and that's I think that adds to that stress. Like with the other things, you had like 15 minutes sometimes to 20 to 5 of like you're just watching something. Yes. So you were allowed to actually enjoy your choice or what happened because yeah. of your choice and enjoy the, the viewing experience for a little bit before you're like oh crud i have to try to find the remote with this there was no breathing room to allow you to just enjoy what you're watching and i think as they knew what you were watching wasn't any good
3: (laughs) 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 no i think um yeah it's they just didn't like all the choices seemed kind of forced yeah, know.
0: well, there's no point in having a choose-your-own-adventure thing when the adventure isn't one that anyone cares about. Like, you have to have a th- compelling story, even if it's simple like this. It needs to be something yeah. you want to, to be involved in. And this yeah. was just so, like, love. there there's no suspense.
3: Because I because I get the, like, I get the sell. Let's take the noodles; who yeah. We're super fun and exciting together and The Undertaker's a spooky character. Like, I get the pitch and how it happened. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. And, but whoever made this, like, didn't understand pro wrestling or choose your own adventure.
1: It's like the world's worst escape room where you needed to find three things and then you escape the room.
0: (laughs) But you're not actually in the escape room. It's like three people are describing an escape room (laughs) situation to you. And you're just sitting there being like, oh okay wait am i gonna do this oh no i'm just no. gonna listen to you talk about it, <laughs> it it's, it's it
2: a was bad game bad. of D D. yeah it was yeah. like the most linear we need two keys and to like to unlock this thing and they are in plain sight
1: oh, <laughs> so. also, oh my god when, what was the point yeah why when kofi said These two keys go together. (laughs) We both (laughs) lost
2: it. It was so bad.
1: And I feel like it was a dub, even though it had been really established to everybody at that point that the two keys, the undertaker had taken them apart and put them in different places in the house. We knew that that was a thing. They still felt the need to have an ADR of Kofi saying the keys go together. (laughs) Like we know, we know everybody
2: knows They had a hard out on the mansion. Like the bachelor was coming oh. in.
3: <laughs> so they... the, the rose ceremony was coming up the next uh
2: yeah, in 10 minutes. They, they had to get out. They just had the I just
0: I, I I'm sorry. I'm just going back to what did they choose that location? There's no way there wasn't a better, more suitable location available.
2: You, well, I'm gonna I guess mean, there wasn't a cheaper location. Well, available. I think
0: because
3: that was the only mansion they could find with a morgue in the basement. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Those rose ceremonies yeah, are a lot darker. On location, sure. <laughs> yeah, The Bachelor is a lot I mean, darker than we realize. Location Scout. Yeah. <laughs>
1: God. <laughs> it's, I, you know, they probably shot it in LA and there's a million places yeah, you can rent. there's a
0: freaking million. There's no way that that was the cheapest option, A. Mm-mm. Like, and it's just, I'm just, I'm aghast. I'm <laughs> aghast
1: at the choice. Maybe it was an NBC thing. That's the only thing else I could think of. Is that was NBC Universal space, or they had access
0: to to free spaces, right? And they weren't given a budget, and they were like, "These are your free options." Mm -hmm. And it was like a Full House style house, Mm -hmm. a blank, and then the bath. Like that was the closest thing. Yeah, probably. So, I mean, I would forgive it if that was the case. I want to see the one one shot
3: on the chosen paid paid for it. (laughs) I was that. I said, I want to see the one shot on the Family Matters soundstage.
2: If they just it would be better than what
0: we
1: watched! If they just recreated complexity.
2: Like I would watch The New Day and The Undertaker just recreate the opening credits to Family Matters. (laughs) Like would have been a better (laughs) like So much fun. Where The
0: Undertaker is essentially Alice.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where he's just like waxing the car and then his eyes roll back into his head
1: when the camera stops on him. (laughs) You know, going back to The Undertaker, speaking of eyes rolling back, they managed to screw up the Undertaker sits up. Yeah. That is like true. Yes. Yeah. The Undertaker sits up is the, one of the most iconic things that he does. It's in like, the, it's the top six, I'd say. It's in the top six of the Choke slam, fly over the top rope, hold up the urn, eyes roll back in head, sits up. Sit up. Okay. So, it's in there, right? And they poked him and they, they should have even made the joke like, well, he's going to sit up, right? Like, I don't know. He looks really dead this time. Like, there's such a good joke right there. Like no 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 he's gonna sit up no look X I don't think he's gonna stand up I I think we really killed him this time okay all right oh god oh god oh god and then he stands up or sits up and chokes them both and
3: but, they totally blew it but they nailed the seventh thing the Undertaker's known for and that's being Emperor Palpatine.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: He does like lightning.
2: He does shoot lightning as much as possible. I would like to believe that that was in his contract. That when he was new, because he's retired, he was like, look, Vince, I'll do it, but I'm not sitting up like that's If you want sitting up, you got to like, you got to add some zeros to that check. Yeah. You got to add some zeros (laughs) to the check to get this, the sit up and the chokeslam. Like, I'm not doing any wrestling moves.
1: (laughs) He really didn't either. Like no. the fight scene, which was like Ugh. Highlander level bad, Highlander TV show level bad. Which, like,
2: um, if he's too old, that that's fine. Wrestling, yeah. But that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, if he's too old, like, get someone else from the roster to show up or or something. Like, you have the New Day. The fact that there isn't wrestling in your wrestling special is an odd choice, even if you're trying yeah, to strange.
1: do. It, yeah, Yeah, uh, it all should have led to that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And just yeah. put somebody in, in the hat and the coat and just a stunt person to shoot from the back. Something. Get uh, Brian Adams to come in <laughs> and Lee up to. It all
0: felt so pointless.
1: <laughs> We've broken Jen. Yeah, yeah. She, didn't, she didn't enjoy this one. I
0: hated it so much, y'all. <laughs> yeah. And not even in a fun hate. It
1: Aww. was really hard to enjoy. <laughs> it I was mean, really difficult.
3: I think that's a good time to pivot to what was enjoyable about this mess
2: sure i i feel like we should give you the out because i know before the show you said you need you possibly needed to leave if you don't want to participate in the silver linings portion i will give you the out if it broke you that much
0: well i i don't know if i can participate in the silver linings portion only because i can't think of a silver lining other than it ended I, like I, if it's a thing. Like I'm trying. I'm trying really hard, y'all. I guess. Well, that, that's I what laughed at one point. When did I laugh? I laughed once. It was when they fell into I his arms. I don't even remember when. Oh, it was.
1: Yeah, when when Xavier fell into Biggie's arms. I laughed. And they yeah. they had a genuinely fun, funny moment. That so
0: was that was the one thing I <laughs> laughed at.
1: Yeah, it was very cute. Too. It was
0: very cute. That's my <laughs> one silver lining. <laughs> I, think yeah. and I like the new day. Yeah,
2: yes. Uh, But yeah, I mean it sincerely. You, you're welcome to say. We would love to have you to say. But if you, if you don't want to hear nice things about this, I understand, and you are welcome. Oh,
0: no, I can hear stuff. I was saying I was. That okay. was my contribution. Okay. All right. Excellent. Cool. All
2: right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that that's a good place to start. And I kind of said it in the other part too. But yeah, the new day in general are always a silver lining in life. I feel like, and even in the not the best format of this i think they still found like they're fleeting but i think there are some enjoyable moments i i don't know if you guys got it in your versions but one of the moments i had where i was following kofi he was climbing through uh like the air ducts and he did a like parody of like he said come out to the undertaker's mansion have a few laughs and that like they legit did a diehard parody like moment with Kofi that like made me I smile. I did see
3: that, and that would have made me yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, I no, I enjoyed that, that quite a
2: bit. That he he it like shot exactly the same way. Him climbing through an air duct. So if anyone wants that, just pick the first option the whole time, and it'll come up. But
3: good to know. I might <laughs> I might go back to see Kofi do a Bruce Willis impression.
2: Yeah, like that was fun. I I thought some of the Easter eggs were fun. Like for wrestling fans, of like there was a toe tag that said Isaac Yankum, Like made me I mean, smile. I, I, that
1: was cute. Yeah. That was cute. I had to explain that to Jen. <laughs> it <laughs> so also is like pretty deep cut. Oh, it sister. is a very deep cut. But it yeah. also
2: like it, again in the like I wanted a better version of this. It made me hope that maybe Kane was going to show up that that was like teasing like a, a Kane appearance that we did not get. But no. Yeah.
3: That a Kane appearance would have definitely made Joel happy cuz he loves Kane. I am oh, is that your guy?
2: Yeah. I just uh, yeah, for whatever reason, like I have always loved Kane since since he showed up at the the first Hell in a Cell match and ripped those that door off those hinges. But yeah, so I was I was rooting like the, the but the Isaac Gangnam thing alone made me smile. Like uh but yeah, I enjoyed that. Um yeah, I don't know. Andy, what else you got?
1: Um I like Kofi's
3: I don't know if anybody saw Kofi's biggest fear but he basically went to the sunken place from get out <laughs> um yeah I got it so reminded me of a much better movie so that made me happy
2: yeah I got Xavier's um biggest fear and then that was uh what I was saying too where it was like part of, he was being buried alive and then it, he got a chance to team up with the undertaker but then I wasn't allowed to see it through like it made me go back and redo that choice
3: but yeah, the, wow. the choices, because I was picking the second choice all the way through, the choices for Kofi's, because it was like he was in the sunken place, watching a video of everyone telling him he wasn't good enough from actual WWE television. Oh wow. uh, Yeah.
2: That, that one is. sounds good. Yeah, that does sound good.
3: And the cho- the choices were um, give in to people talking down to you or fight back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I would have still had to pick the first one, so it wouldn't have been good even if I got it.
3: <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like that. And that one was fun because like that actually built on an actual thing from the show. So that was actually I didn't enjoy that segment.
1: That yet. sounds cool. Uh, Biggie's biggest fear was spiders, which they set up when his scene, if you go check the lights, he sees a tarantula in glass and goes, Ooh. so I knew it was going to be spiders. And then it was either join the Undertaker or add more spiders. Oh no. <laughs> he, was he was wearing like a box on his head, like a, straw, like a box, clear thing. box, and they just kept putting spiders in there. And it was very obvious that Biggie is not scared of spiders.
2: Oh no. Well, because yeah, you don't do that stunt. They're, like they don't put no. your face in there. Yeah. If no. you're uh.
3: actually afraid of spiders, you don't you don't do that. You don't put a box
1: of spiders on your well, head. Well he also couldn't sell it. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I had no point was I like, oh, this dude's afraid of spiders. It was just like,
2: ah, oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> spiders, no, I did. Uh, I enjoyed just in general, the use of footage from the WWE, uh, like just the way they were introduced, I thought was kind of fun. Uh, I don't know. Again, like, I don't know what you guys got or didn't get, but it, when so you probably didn't get this because so Kofi climbs through uh, the air ducks, like John McClane style and then he ends up in the Undertaker's like secret like sliver video headquarters <laughs>
1: you can get there from the library oh okay so we... you still
2: ended up there but yeah, yeah he ended up in front of I the, Didn't get there yeah he ended up in front of the bank of like uh of video monitors but part of that was just a bunch of Paul Bearer footage Yes, that I, I, I again big fan of Paul Bearer so just seeing him and all of the footage that they used of him I enjoyed
1: that was probably my second favorite thing was how they took different clips of his um, of his promos. Yep. Yeah. To make it like the, he was a spirit within the machine talking to Kofi about what was happening, what was going to happen to him. And they did, did it digitally. So it like felt like it didn't just feel like you were watching cut together promos. Yeah, it, it honestly was done in a very natural way.
2: It kind of felt like the the bit in uh, Avengers, um the the Captain America winter yes. soldier. Like that the Arnhem oh, um, Zola. Yeah, yeah, it felt like the Zola computer, but like obviously not those eight bit graphics or whatever. Like it was actual <laughs> video footage, but it kind of felt like that of like the computer was him, essentially. So
1: yeah, no, that was that was a great little you know it was a weird weirdly it's like Paul's moment to shine. Yeah, even though he wasn't actually there, I kind of right.
2: forgot for a moment that, that Paul Bear was like it. Like it took me a second to remember that he's no longer with us. Like when I was watching that, like you know, so that in and of itself is so for is sure. The silver
3: so- lining that the filmmakers have watched the same good movies that we have is that <laughs>
2: I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think I think the the silver lining is that the WWE editing like, crew continues to crush their job. Like, that's accurate. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> nobody or makes a can, video highlight package like the WWE. So we can have a
3: fun movie night with the, the production team behind Escape the Undertaker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was fun. Like, yeah, that's. I'm sorry you missed it, Andy, because that was... I'll, yeah. um, yeah. maybe I'll,
3: I
1: mean, I've, I've got a half hour. I could go back and... You should, you should try to watch just that part. Like, just get Kofi to go off on his own and he'll end up in that room. And that's when you'll see like this pretty sweet Paul bearer uh, section. Yeah. And then it's followed by immediately by like some goofy crap where the undertaker throws the camera around.
2: It was yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> yeah. was also too, where then like the undertaker snuck up on me and my two options were Face him or run, but I had committed to picking the first option. So so that was not the right choice. (laughs) Like, it just makes you go back and redo it. Uh, Yeah,
3: I I, I think this happened in all of the morgue scenes where the fog comes in and then the undertaker appears behind Xavier. And for some reason, Biggie and Kofi don't tell him to turn around immediately and they just let him get taken.
1: They do. They wait a little while, and they're like, "Turn around, turn around." But Xavier Woods is a wrestler, which means he will not turn around immediately yeah, when someone yeah. else turn around. You have to wait a little while <laughs> and then turn, and then get jumped. Yeah, yeah. He's a, 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 an old, well, I don't want to say friend of ours. I was thinking the exact same thing. Not a friend. <laughs> a, a bad a person, person. We know. <laughs> a bad person. We knew. Uh, used to say uh, when we watched wrestling it's just if they would just turn around. Yeah, he just said that
3: around. like 80% of all wrestling problems could be solved by turning around and looking <laughs> behind you.
1: Yes, look behind you.
2: Which yeah. the, the best, too, is The Undertaker has a long history of this. Of I love when the lights go out and then they, they'll they come back up and the person always stares at the entrance ramp as if this time he's coming on the entrance ramp, ramp, but he's already behind them just waiting.
1: His but. wheel just constantly <laughs> spin. <laughs> You his
2: would to spin, yeah. spin, spin. You would think at <laughs> wrestling school that would be the first thing. Like, just always be aware
3: <laughs> of your surroundings. Yeah, it's like how to lock up and then how to find the Undertaker when he's behind <laughs> you.
2: <laughs>
3: those are those are your first. That's day one. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I I think that like it, the biggest thing that I think we've kind of hinted at, but just to say it more definitively, like I wanted to like this pitch, like I like the new day. I think there was a fun Scooby Doo version of this mm-hmm. to be had, but yeah, it's it's just unfortunately like the the choices didn't have enough narrative weight. Like you couldn't really like that's the thing too is like when Andy you're sitting there like oh maybe I'll go back and rewatch. There's like fun things that you missed, but I don't know that I would even want to redo it because it doesn't feel like it would be. Substantially different enough.
1: You can fast forward. You yeah, know. just skip right, to. That's, that's what I fully
3: intend to do. Is yeah, to, just get to the good part. I, yeah. I want to see the Paul Bear a bit because I also love me some some Bill Moody.
2: But yeah. Uh, but yeah, but like the the you know I mean New Day's fun. I wish that they had given them like like I said, my instinct would have been less scripted, which I don't even think would have worked with the interactive thing. But just I think if you pointed a camera at them for an hour and edited it down into a special.
1: I would rather watch them yes. in a supermarket yep, buying food together <laughs> yeah, than watch them struggling to improvise ways to get from one plot point to another.
2: Well, what's funny is they literally posted, I, they were like TikTok or Instagram stories or whatever. I saw videos that New Day was posting to promote this that were more charismatic and funnier than the actual special, <laughs> like where they were just running around being silly together. I mean, they were just that, trapped.
1: Yeah. Now I just we're want to. Yeah. And they had to
2: escape. Yeah.
3: <laughs> now I just want to watch the new day, go to the supermarket and buy pancake ingredients.
2: Yeah. Right.
3: Like that sounds like a good bit.
2: Yeah. yeah. Where they're just like one of them wants to get instant pancakes, but some I, I I'm picturing like, to the
3: flower aisle, the egg section. Yeah. Milk.
2: But I'm thinking like, Xavier wants to get a box of Bisquick, but then like Big E is very adamant that it has to be from scratch because like that's how his family did it. But then they don't know what's in there for scratch ingredients. So they have to wander around asking random strangers if they know how to make pancakes (laughs) and what they need to get.
1: Yeah, that's a half an hour well spent time right there. Come on. Yeah. Then they could have the the uh,
3: fake maple versus real maple debate.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because all the fights. So you got to fight about butter. You got to fight about what kind of flour, you know, to blueberries, get. No blueberries. No blueberries. Yeah, what What are you putting Blibering. in it? Yeah. Oh, man. This is this is good. This is gold. This is narrative yeah. gold. Make Money. the
3: pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the next Netflix interactive WWE special. <laughs> New Day makes the pancakes.
1: <laughs> Escape the Kroger's. <laughs>
3: Escape the Kroger's. <laughs> oh man or what? Or whatever supermarket was on the bachelor
2: <laughs> i don't think anyone on the bachelor has stepped foot in a supermarket in years <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> very good point that's fair I, I think i mean this was a short special so i think we did it in record time
2: well i think we've been talking about it longer <laughs> than, than yeah, the it, actual didn't watch perhaps long.
3: any permutation
2: yeah uh well, yeah, like I think we did it. I mean, I think the silver linings are an excuse to talk about the new day. Also, yeah. the fact that Big E is the WWE champion right now is a huge silver yeah, lining. Was,
1: this was filmed before that, so he yeah. walked in there. And he saw it, it, there's a section where he goes into a living room and he sees an old WWE championship or world championship or whatever. Yeah, and he goes, I want to get me one of those.
2: Oh, and he see, has I see, I one. I didn't get yes. that in my version, but that's... Yeah, I like that. Right. There's also a section
1: where he sits on a throne uh, and says something like, it's good to be the king or, or something. And it was a great moment because it was Big E being closer to the version of Big E that we like to see Yeah. Uh, on WWE. And it's hard for me to say we like to see because honestly, I haven't watched Raw in like eight years. Same. But I hear he's entertaining on there. No, he's... <laughs> For I sure watched is. some YouTube videos of them and they are good. Yeah. Yes, no, I have seen those too. I am I'm, I'm being a little facetious for comedy, but um <laughs> it was really nice to see him get a couple of moments where that fun version of Biggie came through.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's we're all kind of saying the same thing is like the the moments when they were fun were fun, but there should have been more of them. Like you oh, should yeah. have let the three of them. I mean, they're your secret weapon. Like they're that's why everyone is watching is to see New Day have fun in a... Sco- like, yeah, why aren't they running down a hallway? Like, I literally would have done Scooby-Doo with them. Like, had the hallway full oh, yeah. of doors. Had done yeah. the hallway gag, yeah. 100%. Yeah, like, I would have leaned into it. I would have had Big E catch uh, Kofi in his arms at one point, like they do in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like, like, just leaned into it way more, I think, would have been so much more fun.
1: Yeah, they didn't... It wasn't silly enough. Yeah. It wasn't fun enough. I mean, you have three guys are really good at being silly and fun. Like, like work with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I don't know, at least for me, I would have dropped the interactive thing. I don't think it needed it. I think just let them do a fun special. I don't need to make the choices unless it's pancakes. Then I have strong opinions about blueberries <laughs> or not. blueberries.
1: <laughs> Very good.
2: But yeah. All right. But I think we did it. I think. I, think I think so too. Yeah.
3: Uh, well, thanks for doing this, Barrett and Jen. Uh, yeah. Who justifiably left. I, think, I, think That's what, I wanted like,
2: events. sincerely, like, I, I felt like we needed to give her an out because I was like, I don't blame her if she wants to, to dip out. So. <laughs> yeah, she didn't really have
1: anything, anything yeah, yeah, fun yeah. to say about it. No, so I wanted I mean, to. It's totally fair. If it had been an Orange Cassidy and the best friends escaping Abaddon, <laughs> uh, that
2: would have been good.
1: She, <laughs> she would have been like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I love how Orange Cassidy didn't even go in the house. I was gonna say, yeah,
2: <laughs> he doesn't have to escape because he's not doing it. Like no. sure. <laughs> just stand
1: outside and wait for everybody to
2: come out. Uh, all right. I don't know if you have things you want to promote, if there's anything that you, you want to point people towards before we're out, but you yeah. have the opportunity. Yeah.
1: Um all right. So basics are Twitter. I'm at B D O T Tribe, so B at B dot tribe um and jen is at the underscore jen brown um and on instagram she's jen and juice uh good if handle. you want to follow her that's great um, yeah jen had produced a tv show and starred in a tv show that we did around our house last year during quarantine that was on the l. Ray network for all four episodes um before l ray folded uh <laughs> luckily um roku uh is snatching up any content they can get and they bought the rights to rebroadcast genre graveyard which is the name of the show which is a uh kind of an interview with interview show but it's also got like a peewee's playhouse thing there's a lot of like guests and artists coming in and doing stuff and it's uh jen and her puppet friend dawn uh who who died and her ghost is this now in a puppet? And you can watch it on the Roku channel or on Roku's website. Uh just search for genre graveyard so you can see those first four episodes. Um I recently started writing for a wrestling site, uh, Ooh. which I'm pretty excited about. Um the uh site is called gatecrashers Uh and they start off as a comic book site, but they've branched out and my first article will be going up this Friday. It is the first chapter in the five part series, the history of the Dark Order. Um, Nice. So it's the first thing I wrote for them. I'm pretty happy with it. I had my first well, my second draft today. My first draft was terrible, Um, but the second one I'm pretty proud of. Uh, Outside of that, what else? Mm, I don't know.
3: Uh, There's the nothing the really... wonderful world of online wrestling journalism.
1: Right, I know you you did it for a <laughs>
3: while. I did it for a long time, yeah. I wrote yeah. for uh, Inside Pulse for like six, seven years. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, wrestling's fun. It, it is? is fun. Yeah. So,
1: the the uh, my pitch for like a longer term thing is to do a compare and contrast between the early TNA and early AEW has been a couple years. So I feel like that's enough time to like talk about AEW with some distance. But then to be like, these are two companies that started. I know they're not the same situation, but like. Let's watch the old asylum stuff, compare it with the early AEW stuff and also the 20 years of like cultural distance that we've had and yeah. like change, because there's stuff that like TNA was doing that. Like I didn't like at the time. <laughs> I, I thought it was really like messed up at the time. Um and now is even worse. Even worse. So anyway, that's that's gonna be my ongoing like weekly thumbs up, thumbs down kind of nice piece. And that's that's a gatecrashers.fan. I believe it's gatecrashers.fan. Let me double check. Oh no. I... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gatecrashers.
1: I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fan everybody. Um, and they have a bunch of other content on there, too. Comic books, TV, movies, um, uh, music, anything they can get their hands on at this point. I right. love a good pop culture site.
2: Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, yeah, and definitely I'll be checking that out. Like, uh, I, I want some yeah, deep dives. Sure. And I'm uh, going
3: to watch it. I, I'd wanted to watch genre graveyard when I first heard about it, but I will definitely, now that it's on Roku, check it out. Yeah. yeah it's so easy to find now.
2: Every single like thing that you hit, like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yep. Puppets. Yep. Like all, you're just saying things People, that I, yep. that interest me. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So for sure. And you guys are alongside the, the Quibi content. So I'm glad everyone right, is landing. You can landing.
1: watch Reno 911 and you can watch the <laughs> yeah. Gummy.
2: Yeah, watch Dummy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, cool. All right. Uh, Thanks so much. And we escaped this episode of uh, Escape the Undertaker.
1: (laughs) We did it. Yay. Silver Linings Playback is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on Apple Podcasts. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. Hey guys, it's Sean
3: and Carter
1: from Potato Salad Marmalade. Aid. 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 Potato Salad Marmalade, another podcast here on the Peak Sloth Network. Check it out.